0: G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Tuesday, the 16th of November 2021. trust you've had a great start to the working week and uh, looking forward to what is going to be presented in front of you for yourself but also for your sales team this week. And today's episode, I want to talk about an underrated skill that not many people talk about and very, very few work on. And one of the things that I've done Over years as working with the sales teams and leaders that I do, there is a constant theme that comes out when it comes to pitching and presenting. And that is, uh, well, whether this is right or wrong, the vast majority of sales leaders and the vast majority of salespeople focus the majority of their time on getting the content right. Now, it's really interesting that I spent a number of years before I left corporate In 2015, I was helping account teams at Telstra with their account plans, but also their presentations to key internal, but also external stakeholders in terms of their account plans. And what was really fascinating is before we started working with them, their first inclination was to go straight into content and specifically straight into either a PowerPoint or some form of PDF document that would be... I guess, the the blueprint for the presentation. Now, one of the things that uh, they learned very, very quickly is less is more, and we were focused on doing simple better, which meant that I was teaching them how to put a structure together, which I've shared on the podcast, uh, but also think about what is the clear message they want to give to their audience without necessarily thinking about getting the content right. Now, what they found was often when they were doing presentations before we started working with them, they were thinking about remembering the information they needed to present. And because of that, many of them put a huge amount of pressure on themselves. And this is the thing. In fact, many salespeople over the years and and leaders as well, and I've seen this even with presenters and sometimes even trainers, they spend so much time learning what to say. They almost remember verbatim what to say. They've got to say this joke at this time. They've got to say this line at this particular moment. And if they don't, and you can see it sometimes when people have forgotten a word they've got to say, they get a little bit flustered. And I've been privileged to be working with some of the greatest presenters in the world and some of the greatest trainers and facilitators in the world. So I've, I've learned this skill, and it's a very, very underrated skill. But when I, when I see people forget what to say, it's almost the fact that they believe that their content and what they're saying is the key elements to what will persuade and influence their audience. And when they get it wrong, they're so hard on themselves because they think, oh my God, I've got to get this right. And if I don't get it right, the audience is going to think I'm a complete idiot and all the other things that go on inside our heads. Well, here's here's the thing. It's not. Now, don't get me wrong, and I'll talk about content in a second. Content is really, really important, but there's another key element that, uh, that we need to think about and embrace so that we can bring life to all the presentations and significantly increase our opportunity to influence and persuade our audience on whatever message we're trying to persuade them on. Now, in the years that I've been facilitating and training, I've been working as hard on a different skill as I have been on the content, and it is one of the key reasons why presentations excel or they flop. So there's a massive difference between a presentation that is actually extraordinary and it really uh, embraces and really captures the imagination of the audience to the point where they will do something, and one that absolutely flops, which uh, (laughs) there's no energy to it, And there's no action steps that come out of it. And this skill is so underrated that most people dismiss it. And unfortunately, many facilitators and trainers don't focus enough on teaching it. Because, I'll be be really honest, it is actually quite difficult to teach. So instead, what facilitators and trainers will do is they will train on the content. They will train on, I guess, the mechanics of doing a pitch or doing a presentation. They won't train on the nuances of this particular skill, and you're probably sitting there thinking, "Well, what is this skill? What is this underrated skill, and why is it such a big thing?" Well, this skill is a thing called utilisation. This single skill can be the difference between wowing your audience, having them eating out of the palm of your hand, and getting them to do things that you want them to do, and have it have them feeling really good about it, and boring them to death. Now, let's be really clear. I mentioned content just before content is important the key thing is ever whatever, whatever training course you're doing whatever pitch you're doing whatever presentation whatever idea you're going to be talking to somebody about that you want to influence them on the content is important so it's not about dismissing content you must know what your message is and you must know your content it is a prerequisite But it's not about knowing the content to the point where you are verbatim remembering things to say. You need to have content understanding because for many people, the content gives confidence that I know my topic, I know the subject I'm talking about, I'm an expert in this particular area and I believe in what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here is the utilization. The utilization is the context. It's about bringing the content to life in such a way that it is based on the moment that is right in front of you at that particular time. So as a classic example, I've been training and facilitating sales and leadership trainings for many years now, and I know the content, and I do so much preparation to the point where I know the content inside out. However, every time I deliver it, there is a different audience, and hence there is a different dynamic. Now imagine if I was just focused purely on the content, and all I wanted to do was get the content through because I knew that I couldn't be taken off off, um, off track. And that if I get through the content, I've done it. I've done it, and that will be enough to wow the audience. Well, what, have happened, what would happen if I had somebody in the audience that was asking questions or who didn't believe in what I was talking about? All of a sudden, they can completely possibly take me off track and down a rabbit hole from which I may never recover. Why? Because I'm not used to that, and it's not—it's against the script. And just think about it for yourself. If you're sitting in front of a customer or you're doing a pitch or a presentation for a piece of business and you've done the rehearsals you know you know your part to play you might have a team of you doing the presentation and all the rehearsals have gone really really well everybody's got great transitions you're working really well together the content is coming across you're on fire and then the customer or somebody in the in the room asks a question or puts something in there that nobody has actually considered now, sometimes they do this on purpose. A lot of the times, it's done simply because they're curious and wanting to know more. If we're not prepared for that, that can completely take us off track to the point where often your key message and therefore the key outcome may actually be lost and you may actually end up not getting the outcome you're looking for. So the way that I've been trained is utilizing whatever is in front of me, and it could be a question. It could be a comment. It could be an insight. Because the thing is, every single group that I facilitate and I train, they are a different group. They're going to have different backgrounds. They're going to have different thought processes. And even though they might be coming from the same company, they're going to have different things that are going on that might actually bring something to the group, something to the table, something to that presentation that we've never seen before. So my whole focus is how do I bring the content to life to the point where it feels to the audience like this is the first time that I'm delivering this content even though I may have delivered this for hundreds and hundreds of times before. And I'll often ask the question when I'm when I'm training people in uh, maybe in pr- presentation or pitching skills, in sales skills, I'll often ask the question, so guys, based on what we've been talking about so far, has anything from what I've been talking about, anything that I've presented so far, does that sound like it is scripted? And thankfully, <laughs> it's always a bit of a dangerous question because sometimes you want to have a smart ass in the room. But most times people say, no, it sounds like it's really authentic and it sounds like it's just coming coming out of out of you. It's not. It doesn't sound scripted. It doesn't sound canned. And I've got to say, from an audience member's point of view, when you've got a presenter or somebody who is teaching or facilitating or presenting some form of a message, if it sounds like it's a conversation, if it sounds authentic, there's just something about that message and that person that increases the resonance, and therefore increases the ability to be influenced by that particular person, versus listening to somebody, and you've been there, you've seen it, you've probably gone to training courses, and you've certainly gone to meetings where somebody's actually presenting some information, and they may actually be reading it. And one of the classic examples is going to a like an industry forum where you have somebody standing on stage, they're standing behind a lectern, they're delivering a keynote address, and they are reading the keynote address. Now, that is the classic example of somebody trying to get the content right and trying to say the right thing versus you go to a training program or you go to a keynote address where the person doesn't use the lectern. In fact, they don't even use notes. They might even use cue cards as prompters to have a conversation, but they are actually having a conversation with you. Yes, they know their content, but the way they deliver it is going to be based on the audience that is right in front of them. And this is what the whole thing is about today. Utilization is about taking care of what is in front of you right now and using that to your best advantage to ensure that your message gets through in the most appropriate way using questions using comments using insights to bring that content to life to the point where it feels to the audience like this is being delivered for the very first time even though it may have actually been your hundredth or two hundredth or in some cases your one thousandth time in doing it and this is why it's such a underrated skill because not nearly enough people whether it be sales leaders salespeople, or presenters and facilitators Often in the world that I, I work in, is it's an underrated skill and not near enough people work on it and deliver it. Now, it's hard to teach because you literally do not know what's going to be thrown at you in that particular situation or that particular um, that particular audience. Now I remember years ago doing mentor training with one of my very first mentors, and we we, literally, we did we played a game called Theatre Sports. Now, Theatre Sports is all about improvisation. And it's probably one of the greatest ways to utilize what's in front of you and to make something up on the spot. Now, if you're thinking about thinking on your feet and talking on your feet, do that in a group situation where you're on stage, where you've got to think and act really quickly, you've got to improvise, which means you've got to utilize what's ever in front of you and think quickly and then act quickly. Same thing when it comes to facilitating or delivering a key message. How do I improve my utilization skills? Well, here's a couple of things to think about. First of all, you've got to know your content. So let's put that to the side once and for all. The content will need to be understood, and you've got to be confident in your knowledge of the content and and of your message. So please don't think that I'm belittling content. Content, and I'm not going to say content is king, but you've got to know your content because that is your foundation. And if you do know your content, that will give you a higher level of confidence to the point where you can actually now embrace whatever's going to happen in front of you, which leads me to the second part. We've got to be curious. We've got to be able to be in a position where we can ask great questions that draws information out of the audience. Just be curious. Also, with that curiosity, uh, it stands to reason that we need to be socially aware. And I talked a little bit about emotional intelligence last week and being aware, just paying attention to what's actually in front of you. Paying attention to things like body language or changes in energy. Uh, being aware of eye contact. Just being aware of the little things so you can utilize those in the moment in the particular room to either deliver your content or perhaps take a question that might actually be able to, in some cases, if, you, if you're talking about sales, uh, overcome or handle an, an objection before it becomes on an objection. And it's just being completely aware of what's going on, which means that as a presenter, which is very difficult to do, we have to be 100% Present. Now, I'm not going to talk about this particular skill set today, but often many people get so caught up in making it all about themselves that they forget that the most important people in the audience for that presentation is actually the audience and being 100% present with them. Now, we've, we've said before that sometimes if you're in your head, you're dead. You've got to be with your, with your team. You've got to be with the audience, which means you've got to be in your heart. To be that means you have to be 100% present, which presupposes you've got to be really socially aware. So look out for little little nuances. Look out for little um, flitterings. Look out for little uh, murmurs, little questions, little slight side glances, everything that's going on that you can utilize. And also be flexible to go wherever you need to go in the presentation or in the discussion. I actually really enjoy and look forward to going down rabbit holes and going off on different tangents because it actually enhances the ability for the audience to not only understand the concepts we're talking about, often it'll increase the opportunity that I have to influence them that what I'm talking about is a good idea. So having the level of flexibility and not be so wedded to the fact that I've got to get through this content by this time and say this thing actually gives a level of flexibility that makes it even more enjoyable, not only to deliver the content, to have the conversation, But my experience is it actually delivers a much better experience for the audience because they're not sitting there getting bored out of their brain because some idiot at the front of the room is actually just reading from a PowerPoint slide. So be flexible and understand that sometimes you need to go off on different tangents. But if it's going to serve the group and it's going to be a meaning and if you can tie it back to the content and for the key message of your content, then it's a great thing to do and go with it and embrace it. To do this well, though, that means that you've got to be really crystal clear on what your key outcome is because... As long as you've got your clear outcome, you can be pretty flexible in how you go about getting to that outcome as long as that outcome is locked in stone because that is the whole purpose for why you're presenting, why you're pitching, and why you're wanting them to do something. And The last one when it comes to utilization is simply embrace the uncertainty of the situation. The great thing about any training program, any facilitation, any pitch or any presentation we're about to do is for many people I'm meeting them for the very first time so I haven't met them before so I don't necessarily know what to expect. I do know there'll be certain patterns of behavior because I see it all the time because people are very, very predictable and sometimes it's like reading a book but there's this uncertainty because I don't really know what sort of dynamics I'm going to walk into but I embrace that anyway because I just enjoy the ability to utilize whatever's in front of me to deliver that message in an authentic way and in a way that resonates with the audience. Now, the key thing, key message out of today is if you're presenting, and certainly as a sales team, as a sales leader, you're going to be focused on getting the content right. And yes, you've got to know your content, so let's put that to bed. What I want to challenge you on is actually start becoming a little bit more open to the uncertainty of what you might find in front of you and Start getting better at utilizing whatever is in front of you. And it could be a comment, it could be a look, it could be a question, whatever the case is, utilize it to your advantage and how you can weave that into the message you're trying to deliver So, let go of the need to get the content right and to say the right thing and utilize whatever's in front of you to bring the content to life in such a way that will increase your ability to persuade and will certainly increase your ability to influence. Now, if you can become a master utilizer, I guarantee your effectiveness when it comes to pitching your effectiveness when it comes to uh, getting a message across will significantly, if not exponentially, increase. How do I know this? Because I didn't believe this about 10 years ago, but for for the work that I've done, the mentors I've surrounded myself with, and the experience that I've gone through, I can say hand on heart, this is probably the most underrated skill that we have as sales leaders. And certainly, if you're spending a lot of your time pitching and presenting to people, it is a massive, massive skill that if you get good at this, The sky is the limit. You will become unstoppable if you can master this underrated skill. So that is the key message today. Utilize whatever is in front of you and become a master utilizer. And as a key reminder, before we wrap up, if you'd love some help with this, and more importantly, if you'd like some help to become an exceptional sales leader, I'd love to work with you one-on-one. And to do that, simply go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time. We'll have a conversation over Zoom. We'll learn a little bit about you, what you're up to, what you're looking to achieve over the next three to six months in your leadership career, and uh, then let's get to work. Let's get to work on helping you become that exceptional sales leader in the next 90 days. Look forward to that conversation, and as always, I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best.